Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome. It is a Monday. You could call it a manic Monday with the reaction to the Edmonton Oilers 0-2 start to the season. I wouldn't blame you, but we're also going to go through the reasons why it's not necessarily worth overreacting to. I'll give my reasons why, and then I suspect we're going to hear some reasons why from former general manager, player, head coach of this Oilers franchise, Craig McTavish. It is a MACT Monday here on Oilers Now, which is brought to you, as always, by World of Spas and Brendan Escott in the host chair tonight because uh, Bob is, I think he's off fraternizing at uh, a corporate event, a.k.a. he is uh, at the launch party for the New West travel trip to Nashville. They are, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one, right? If you missed out, I don't know what to tell you, but they do have that game coming up tomorrow night, 6 o'clock on 6.30, Chad, and it will be uh, taken in by some very very excited friends of New West Travel. They've got another trip to Montreal we're going to tell you about a little later on in the show. Uh, we've got some news for you in terms of who the Oilers deployed line-wise. We're two games into the season, and they're going nuclear. It, it looks nuclear when you've got McDavid and Dreisaitl, Evander Kane all together on that top line. And who knows how long it might need to be in effect. But, I mean, we're two games into the season and there was already sort of a necessity for that switch to be made maybe it's uh, you know just some needling maybe we don't even see it tomorrow night but that's how they rolled it out today at practice and that is our top story brought to you by legacy heating and cooling whether it's heating or cooling you need get it with no payments and no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling mcdavid dry evander kane were together i suppose i should have called up the rest of the lines for you here but uh, I don't have that readily available. So I'm going to get into the audio vault first, and then we're going to come back with what they practiced with. Lots of good audio today, and no kidding, they're coming off of some difficult performances. Direct Workwear is excited to uh, tell you that their women's only workwear store is now 
open, located four doors uh, north of their direct workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. So a frustrating one, a 4-3 loss in Hockey Night in Canada in the home opener. Uh, Defensive lapses continue to be sort of the story of what we're seeing, but uh, Jay Woodcroft, of course, asked today about that line combination I mentioned, 97-29 together. Yeah, I thought we were a little flat in the second period in Vancouver. I put them together and we liked our response. Um, we wanted to go back in game two with the lines that we started with, give everybody a, a, a second chance. Um, you know, and then we, we ended up moving some pieces around the chessboard as that game wore on. I think when they play together, um, you know, it's a dangerous combination. The results speak for themselves. Um, not only did uh, they create numerous chances when they're together, they drew a lot of penalties uh, as well so um, you know what you're getting when those two guys are together pretty big opportunity for Evander Kane and before I, I get to this I will say that you look at who's been scored on the most 5 on 5 for the Oilers it was that top line that they had assembled Connor Brown Evander Kane and Connor McDavid now Kane talking about uh, playing alongside the two big gunners I mean I played with them together uh, the last couple of seasons and we seem to uh, all work well together and, and know how each other's play and um, you know I think we can hopefully generate some some more opportunities off the rush we haven't had too many odd man rushes uh for um in these first couple of games so hopefully come over his own clean come through neutral clean create some stuff off the rush and and obviously when we get into their uh the other team's end just being hard around the net and uh, getting open for those guys uh yeah Connor mcdavid uh, talking about this 0-2 start to the season we want to get off to a good start and we haven't uh but it's two games um you know, if we win on, you know, a win on a uh, win tomorrow night leaves us at one and two. We were one and two last year too. So, um, you know, not the best start, obviously, not what we're looking for. Um, but I thought uh, Saturday was something to build off of and look to continue that tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow night it's going to be a big game for the Oilers in terms of how you know you respond and, and get back into uh, to a rhythm this season. Because it, by all accounts, I mean you come into town a week early, you got the gang back, everybody's as motivated as you could possibly have them be. So uh, how do you come out as flat as they did in Game One? And I think a lot of people are surprised that they weren't able to rebound for a whole game. They certainly rebounded for the first few minutes on home ice, literally bulldozed the puck in over the net past Casey DeSmith and uh, it just you know from there they were they were matched by what Vancouver was doing and uh, Connor McDavid uh, he was talking about how to improve this five on five play well you throw a lot of pucks on it like we did last game I thought uh, we generated a lot of chances um, you know one just didn't go so um, you know you stick with it um, you know you uh, go to the net uh, you know that's where a lot of goals are scored so go to the net and, and uh, you know not you're just not denied um, that's ultimately what it is now Jay Woodcroft talking uh, about the 5 on 5 scoring earlier today as well there you look at all areas of your game and the fact of the matter is we scored one even strength goal in two games um, obviously there's a lot of chances created there wasn't a lot of finish I think uh, the shooting percentage at even strength is about two percent which is you no know, not our standard um, but 
you you worry when you're not getting chances. I think we're creating chances. Uh, to Evander's point, I think in that kind of red zone area, you know, below the hash marks, we can be harder. We can be, we can display second and third effort. Um, I think the best example of that was how we started the game last last game with. Uh, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, and Hyman. It looked to me, I saw three very hungry players that were uh, willing to do what it took, get their nose dirty, burrow over the blue paint, and uh, they were rewarded. That's the even strength goal that we scored. So um, we're pleased with uh, the amount or volume of chances, not pleased with our finish just yet, uh, but we think we can continue to go uh, to harder areas to find success. Yeah, I think to a man, you know, everybody's got a different level to get to. You look at who's leading this team in scoring right now. It's not Connor McDavid, and that's not to say that the onus is on him. But in reality, you know, when you when you see this team clicking at its best, that's a factor. So everybody, I think, is looking for a little bit of traction right now, and I think getting out on the road might be a good elixir for that. It's going to be a homecoming for Matthias Ekholm, who made his debut on Saturday night. Got burned. I mean, there's no other way to put it on that net drive by Sam Lafferty. Uh, and that was the fourth and deciding goal for the Vancouver Canucks. At home, I don't expect we'll see him getting beat outside uh, like that very much often more. But it happens. And he talked today about uh, heading back down to Nashville for the first time. It's been a big part of my life. It's been a big part of my family's life. Both of my, well, two of, my, two of the three are born there. Um, a lot of great memories, success, failures all that stuff it's uh, I think it's just the people around the rink from the guys in the parking lot from coaches management um, fans all that stuff is just going to be really special so kind of happy it happens early so I didn't have to kind of drag it out it's it's kind of nice to come there now and and not get some closure. I feel like that's the wrong word. I'm not. I'm Nashville's always going always to be a part of my life and my family's life. And um, but to come back and, and to, to, I mean, first time I'm playing as a road team in Bridgestone Arena. So yeah, special day tomorrow, and uh, looking forward to it. Now, the one thing that we've loved about Matthias Ekholm is he's embraced being an Edmontonian from the first day that it happened. Yes, we do. I mean, it's we loved our time in Nashville. It was an adventure that I'd never take back at all. I, I feel like coming from Sweden where the climate is like it is here, to live in the south, to, to go to that climate was a challenge, but also something that we'll carry with us for, for the rest of our lives to just to, to be in that, in that kind of heat. But at the same time right now to come back where we have kids and we're going to move back to Sweden one day, it's kind of nice to, to tra- uh, transition to to more of that climate and to get them used to snow and, and all that because that's what we're going to have in the future. Yeah, uh, real quick, <laughs> leaves are falling right off the trees. Bit of a scouting report here as we continue an extended look at the Oilers Now Audio Vault for our friends at Direct Workwear. Ekholm talking about the Predators now. Remember, we get set for this game 6 o'clock tomorrow night. The Preds hosting the Oilers on 6.30, Chad. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the roster as well, like their last year was a lot of, I mean, they cleaned out a lot of guys that I played with for a long time. So there's not that many left. Um, and and you guys know this. You've heard this from from players for years. The guys that really 
make your team is your trainers and your everyday personnel that's all, always there and don't matter. Um, they're there for you and, and always support you and try to make your life as easy as possible and, and make you perform at your best. And, and I mean, everything from equipment managers to strength and conditioning coaches to medical staff and and, the, and everybody there's going to be, uh, I'm sure it's going to bring back a lot of memories, but obviously that's, those are the kind of people you look forward to meeting as well. And we'll put a bow on it with this Oilers captain, Connor McDavid on what Ekholm has meant to the team here. So many different things, obviously, in the room. Um, you know, he's a leader, um, you know, a, a true professional, um, you know, brings it each and every single day. And um, on the ice, um, you know, just such a calming presence. I mean, uh, you could probably just feel it on uh, on Saturday, just, you know, what he brings to, to, to our team. And, you know, it's his first game in however long. So um, nothing but good signs there from him. Yeah, he's going to be crucial for this team moving forward. Uh, they got to find something, though. As I say, you're, uh, you lose 8-1 out of the gate, and then you follow it up with a 4-3 loss on home ice. Suddenly, you're last in the league in goals against, and that's not a nice thing to tie into the fact that you are looking at polishing up and, and uh, taking a step forward defensively. 780-496-0063 is the Ashley Fine Floor. Text line. Yeah, don't miss uh, <laughs> don't miss the message I'm sending here. Okay. I don't think the sky is falling by any means. Some people do. You don't believe me? Here's an example <laughs> of a call to overtime open line on Saturday night. This was after the 4-3 loss. Do you think the Canucks would uh, be open to a trade for, say, like, uh, you know, maybe dry subtle in a first for Casey to Smith? Are you, I, are you you're serious? Not serious? You're, I, Casey, Casey Smith is, is not is, as good is as not, either one of not, our goalies. He's not considered a, a great goalie. Well, well, you just look what he did to us today. Well, that's one, in our, one our, game, our you're going to trade Leon Dreisaitl and a first-round pick for a career backup. Thanks for calling, oh. Terry. The Smith is not as good as either goaltender the Edmonton Oilers have. Not as good. And, well, he had a great night. He did tonight. have a great night. Fantastic. Good for him. Yes. Uh, okay. One more time. Dry subtle in a first for Casey to Smith. We need to be realistic here. I mean, like, I'm playing this because it's humorous, and I don't mean to pick on on the fans that have that have have called in here. But uh, sorry, not as if it wasn't enough to give Drysidle up for a backup goaltender. Probably need to sweeten the pot with a first round pick. The sky isn't falling. It's not, and nor is. In my opinion, anyway, Elias Pettersson better than Connor McDavid. I understand that they, you know, we outshot him. I don't care about that garbage. End of the day, seven power plays and uh, five on five. I mean, the Canucks are a better team overall. This team, I mean, the Canucks have a lot of game breakers, and we're, they're basically scoring goals on us left, right, and center. I mean, the goaltending's better. And uh, when you say that, you know, Connor, as much as we love Connor and appreciate Connor, and when we say, you know, people say that, hey, this team's, you know, he's the best player in the NHL. I disagree. You know, he's not a he's a great scorer. 
score, but he's not the best player in the game. You gotta play defense. Unfortunately, he can't play defense, and he's you know horrible in his own end. Look at look at Elias Pettersson. The guy has the, scores 100 points. Is a better two-way player than McDavid. He's better in his own end than McDavid. McDavid doesn't know what defense is, and he needs to be held accountable. Same with Dreisaitl in their own end. Five on five, the Canucks were a better team. And when people say that we're going to be a Stanley Cup contender or a Cup winner, I don't see it. That goal team that we have is atrocious. Our defense is atrocious. The Canucks didn't even have what Susie out there. They didn't have Luger. They're missing like three guys. McKay, they're missing three guys, and they still walked in here and got four points. They beat us twelve to four. So we're not Cup contenders at the end of the day. Uh, the Canucks are full value for you know the wins here. Uh, you know, it's, I hate so are the Canucks Cup contenders? I'm not saying they're Cup contenders, but they've walked in and they beat us twice. I mean, their, deep, their, their structure is a lot better. This team is not the same team from what I've seen the last two games. So at the end of the day, we'll see how the season plays out. But if, right now, as you speak, we're not cup contenders. Okay, at least that was well thought out. You know what? You could sit there and as frustrated as, as he may be, I don't know if that's a Canucks fan or an Oilers fan, and uh, and there was some some truth rooted in what he was saying there. But they call it overreaction Monday for a reason, and football fans will understand that to its truest meaning. But here we are on a Monday, and good Lord, is there ever a lot of overreaction to what the Edmonton Oilers have produced in their first two games. 780-496-0063 is the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. The sky is not falling Edmonton. I, I crept out the back door today and I looked up very cautiously. I had the umbrella in hand just in case, but it, but it's not, meaning there's no reason for this. Dry subtle in a first for Casey to Smith. I'm very right back on Oilers now. We're just having some fun there prior to uh, the ad block. It, I don't think the caller was, I mean, maybe the caller was serious. I... <laughs> I don't know. We got to laugh at it, right? We're two games into the season. And when I sit here and tell you that we are both, we're, we're blessed for this fan base. We're, we're blessed to have it. There is a humorous double edge to the sword at times. And when the expectations are as high as they are this year, yeah, this uh, start out of the gate, I suppose, left some yearning for more. Might that come as early as tomorrow? We'll find out live from Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee. The Predators playing host in the return game for Matthias Ekholm. Thursday, they're in the city of brotherly love. So, you know, Bob will be hanging out with our good friend Frank Saravalli, who you will hear from in about 35 minutes or so, just after the 6 o'clock news. Right now, let's get into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to Elite Promo Marketing. Dot com. Uh, yeah, a couple games on right now. Actually, five of them are on, and they're all underway because that's how the new time slot works. Uh, I will call it up, but the biggest game that we need to be paying attention to because two players are really commanding the attention. It is Austin Matthews, host to Connor Bedard tonight. Matthews, two hat tricks in two games, and Bedard has a point a game so far in his first three. They're scoreless about halfway through the first period. Uh, I see Calgary. Where did that go? Oh, this website, this website, this website. Calgary's up a goal. 
on Washington. Jonah Gadjevich signed a one-year deal in Florida this afternoon. Kirby Doc, this is heartbreaking. He's out indefinitely with what they're reporting is a torn ACL and MCL. Went into the boards at the hands of Jared Tenorti over the weekend. Doc coming off his best NHL season. Finally, 14 goals, 48 points and 58 games in his first year with Montreal. Kraken have lost forward Brandon Tanev four to six weeks. He's got a lower body injury and wild forward Matt Boldy listed week to week with an upper body ailment. Bakersfield opening the 23-24 campaign with a 3-2 win on Friday over Coachella Valley. We'll get the details from head coach Colin Chalk at 6.30 this evening. Oil Kings drop the front half of a doubleheader of sorts against Red Deer. 5-2 yesterday. They're off tonight. Tomorrow night they play again at Rogers Place. 7 o'clock game time. And the Golden Bears picking up a pair of wins over McEwen this weekend, now setting sights on a home-and-home with last year's Canada West champion Calgary Dinos. The Claire Drake will be rocking on Friday night. It's MACT Monday. We'll connect with former Oilers GM, player, head coach Craig McTavish after Christina Drapeau brings you the global news weather traffic update.